On this episode of the Jeep Talk Show, Tammy from Burn Customs is back to share what's new. This week in Jeep, we'll go over what we know thus far about the upcoming release of the new Grand Wagoneer and Wagoneer, and uh, more details on that insane Jeep video that went viral this week. Wrangler Talk goes full diva when Tammy tells us what it's like to have celebrity status. Nikki G calls in and demands to be heard, and we've got a whole bunch more show coming up, so stick around. You're listening to a 4x4, 4x4 Radio Network Podcast. Are you ready? It's the Jeep Talk Show with Jeep Mama. Are you sure? Josh. Yeah, I don't think so. And Tony. I think that's a huge deal. So sit back, strap in, and brace yourself. This week's show is brought to you by Extreme Terrain, off-road outfitters for all your Jeep Wrangler parts and accessories. Stay tuned to later in the show to how you can learn how to how to win a soft top for your Wrangler, courtesy of True Shield on ExtremeTerrain.com. Hey, it doesn't matter if you have a Jeep, want a Jeep, or never driven anything but Jeeps, this show is for you. Josh, Timmy, and myself are here to inform and entertain you while we talk about... Jeeps. <laughs> Jeeps! Hi, I'm Tony, and I don't care if you're turning left in the next two miles. Speed up or get the hell out of the fast lane. Here, here. I'm Josh, and I'm a Jeepaholic, and it's been 22 days since I bought a Jeep part. <laughs> I'm, I'm Tammy, a.k.a. Jeep Mama, and I was trying out new cuss words last weekend. How dare you. Oh, boy. Local Jeep news, national Jeep news, and news from around the world. It's This Week in Jeep. And This Week in Jeep is brought to you by Amazon.com. Looking for a way to support the show? Just go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and press the big Amazon button there. You'll be taken right to Amazon.com. While there, anything you purchase will give the show a few cents back while costing you absolutely nothing more. If you like what you hear or have gotten any benefit from what we're doing, well then please consider giving back. That's jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and look for the big Amazon button. Hey, and thanks in advance. Well, it happens every so often. A loose piece of debris on the freeway causes an accident. A leftover part of a bumper from an accident or a fender bender, or perhaps a mattress that blew off the back of somebody's truck. Hey, I've seen it. Or more often times than not, it's a shredded off piece of a semi-truck tire. Well, by now you're probably guessing what I'm talking about here. I'm talking about that video that went viral this week, depicting not just a piece of a semi-truck tire, but the whole damn thing careening down the freeway until the inevitable happens. On State Route 440 in New Jersey this week, a driver captured on video what appears to be a broken-off dump truck wheel and tire rolling down the highway. It passes another car, at speed, mind you, hops the barrier, rides the median for about 50 yards before falling into oncoming traffic and striking a Jeep head-on. The impact is absolutely tremendous. The Jeep is simply obliterated by this several-hundred-pound wheel and tire assembly. According to a local news affiliate, the driver of the Jeep Wrangler was off-duty police officer John Rice, who was following behind his wife and children, which were in the car directly ahead of him. In a recent interview, he mentioned seeing the tire on the other side of the freeway coming right at them. He remembers saying, oh God, please don't let that hit my wife's car. Having not only his spouse in the vehicle, but his two kids as well, he also recalls seeing that the tire actually clipped his wife's car before bouncing once on the freeway in front of him and then striking his Jeep square on. In the video, the two opposing forces come together in a horrific crash that all but totals the Jeep Wrangler. Thankfully, there were no serious injuries despite the severity of this, and the incident is under investigation to determine just where the hell that tire came from. So the drum... That <laughs> was so... That was shocking to watch it. You're like, oh! 
Yeah, uh, I was personally impressed with how how long it stayed on the 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 very narrow median oh, the, separator. Yeah. No, the, seriously, I mean it was like, like like two feet wide, <laughs> if that. I know. That was like eighteen it inches wide. This little, I mean, spot balance, between like two balance. Jersey barriers, and yeah. <laughs> It was um, definitely an impressive video. So I mean, you, if you if you haven't seen it yet, you, I mean, just you can. It's all over the web. I mean, it's got to been shared a million times by now, so you'll be able able to easily find it. So you saw the the interview with the dump truck driver where the the, the wheel came off of, right? <laughs> They're still looking for the guy. I don't even know if it was a dump truck. It, no, it just no. kind of had that, had was that a, construction it, vehicle appearance to it. Yeah, it was a dump truck, and uh, he's been having some problems, some marital issues, and he was he was praying to Jesus to please take the wheel. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, uh, Josh. Well, let's, wrong let's say wrong wheel, Jesus. 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 Wrong wheel. <laughs> just, just read the next story. God. Comedy gold, Jerry. Comedy gold. <laughs> Well, we talked at the very beginning of the show about the new Grand Wagoneer, and we're going to go a little go over a little bit about what we know thus far about a Jeep that really has very to little no information out there uh, released so far. Now, Jeep has been getting a lot of attention lately with its latest vehicle lineup, from the new pickup to an impressive line of SUVs. But there's one product that has been sorely missing from the stable, and that is a three-row SUV. Well, soon FCA will remedy that by bringing back the Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer nameplates. For two SUVs slotting above the Grand Cherokee. Now, Jeep has kept details on the upcoming large SUVs real close to the chest, even including what they're going to be looking like. But we have an imagination, and there are people out there that really know how to use Photoshop really well, so <laughs> we can guess. <laughs> now, Automobile Magazine has released uh, this week a series of renderings which are intended to provide at least an idea of what the real deal Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer might look like when they arrive here in two years. Now, though the SUV's overall shape is reminiscent of the Grand Cherokee, the Wagoneer is expected to be a body-on-frame vehicle, sharing components with the Ram 1500. Unusual Ram prototypes have actually been spied testing nearby that some believe to be mules for the Wagoneer. In some of those photos, uh, the vehicles that you can see, you can barely make out truck's rear independent suspension. As we know, the 1500 doesn't have independent rear suspension. Swapping the Ram's rear live axle out for an independent setup like that should grant more passenger space in the third row as well as a more luxury-oriented ride. The Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer will be built at FCA's Warren Truck Assembly Plant in Michigan alongside the new Ram HD pickup. Now, the renderings, which we'll, we'll have a copy of on our website, draw heavily from the Jeep Yuntu concept, which was shown a couple years back at the Shanghai Auto Show. Again, just a concept. That concept eventually became the Grand Commander, though, however, a seven-seat crossover that was only sold in China. Still, many of the Yuntu's stylings elements could influence the design of the truck-based Jeep Wagoneer. One thing we know for certain the two will have in common is a plug-in hybrid, hybrid drivetrain. That's right, I said hybrid. In this five-year plan, FCA revealed that the Wagoneer and Grand Wagoneer would get plug-in hybrid variants. As for other engine options, well, the Wagoneer could share some of its powertrains with the Ram 1500's current lineup. Like Likely candidates include the 3.6-liter Pentastar V6 and 5.7-liter Hemi V8, which I think is going to be a more natural fit, especially for a large seven, uh, you know, third-row SUV. Now, possibly even with have these will have the e-torque mild hybrid assistance with them. Uh, we're going to see about how, how that all ends up being developed. The Wagoneers could also get the latest version of the 3-liter EcoDiesel V6, which packs 260 horsepower and 480 foot-pounds of torque. That, too, would be a good fit for either of these SUVs. 
All this is sheer educated speculation, though, at this point. Until FCA starts playing nice and lets a few details leak out, that's about all we're left to do, really. I wish I had, uh, I wish I could remember what the, the one that um, was, the images that were released out some time ago when they were talking about this, what, 10 or 15 years ago when they started talking about the Grand Wagoneer coming out. I'm, and I'm well, joking. Well, some of those were, I think, based on, oddly enough, a Durango platform. That was actually some mm. of the early speculations that, you know, what we're going to see, how it's going to be built and all that stuff. Because really in the Dodge FCA lineup, that was the biggest chassis they had was, you know, the 1500 and, and, uh, and the Durango uh, chassis. And, and that was, I mean, back then, right. uh, all we had as far as speculation. Now there's been some more details that have come out. We've got some renderings. We've got some inside information. We get a few details here and there about what we might be able to expect. But what is it going to look like? God, it's still all up in the air. I, I, and, I, and I realize that what you're saying, that this is just a, a, a maybe. But I do, oh, not, yeah. I do not like what I'm seeing here on the show notes as far as this thing looks like. It makes sense, though, because the Grand Cherokee is a big seller for them. And it's got kind of their luxury vehicle. So it makes sense to kind of make this Grand Wagoneer a Cherokee, uh, Grand Cherokee-esque type of platform. Uh, but I don't like the way this looks. The hood's too flat. Um, I, I, I just, I hope it doesn't look like a, a big Cherokee. I kind of like really, the look. Well, in, in the All rendering right. that we that I have up in the show notes for our, for our co-hosts here, and what you get, what you out there listening to this will see on our website in the show notes for this episode, um, is is what for all intents and purposes, is a Cherokee on steroids. It has the very, right. very you know, thin, narrow nose, the skinted eyes, you know, the headlight look. And, and this rendering in particular has wooden panels on it, <laughs> um, which uh, kind of throw off some of the aesthetics a little bit, uh, kind yeah, of a nod does. to the past there. Um, there, are, where there were some other pictures in this lineup that did not have the wooden panels. Uh, but I thought I'd, I'd grab this one because of, uh, you know, nostalgia and all that. So now, I think it's the wooden panels that I like. It just brings you back to the 70s. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I, if they were making remaking the Griswold's uh, original uh, oh, uh, cross-country yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cross ride, this with green, with the wood paneling, would be a perfect vehicle for the Griswolds to travel across the country to Wally World. <laughs> and in style. <laughs> Well, if you have a news tip or response to any one of our stories, be sure to let us know what you have to say by phone or by email. Any number of ways you can reach out to us, just head over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact and find out how. Coming up a little bit later in the show, we have an interview with Tammy from Burt Customs. Also coming up later in the show, uh, in Tech Talk, pastry bags and Jeeps. How could these two things possibly have anything to do with each other? And we'll find out a little more in, uh, in the show. You're listening to a 4x4 Radio Network podcast. Shut up and listen. Shut up. So shut up. You don't shut up. Shut up, Shane. Hey. Shut up and listen. It's time for Wrangler talk. It's time for G-Mama. I don't know about you, Josh, but Tammy's getting a little insufferable to me. Oh, jeez. My head's getting really big. (laughs) Well, I'm for britches. Yeah. So, let me just tell you that the Griffin from Steer Smart is the most amazing Jeep part ever because the, what the Griffin does is makes your ride so much smoother. And for me, I don't even know that I'm going 75 miles per hour down <laughs> the highway for a second time 
and I get pulled over for oh, speeding no. again. So and you oh. get dropped from your insurance company. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. So the cop comes up and he's like, he starts telling again? me. His name. I'm like, yeah, same guy. Goes, <laughs> I said, go. I hope you're pulling me over to tell me how much you like my Jeep. And then I, at, after he gave me the ticket, he did drop it to five over instead of twenty over. Um, oh. I gave him my, oh my I gave God. him my chapstick, and I said, "Here, here's for you." And he's like, "This is a gift. It could be considered a bribe." I'm like, "No, oh no, my it's a promotional thing." I thought it was like up to fifty bucks uh, that you could accept uh, things up to fifty bucks. Ah, uh, I don't know. So anyway, okay. So that was on my way to Roush Creek last weekend. Tammy, I and would suggest next time when you're giving the, the cop the chapstick, is it one of those kind that you can turn? So I would just turn it in and out yeah. rapidly, you know, with the, the oh, things. Oh, Tony. <laughs> nod, nod, nudge, wink, wink. So anyway, I was on my way up to Roush Creek because I was having my Jeep Mama um, trail ride with Carolina Trails Off-Road. So we had Willie Wagon. He's a Jeep Talk Show listener. Hey, Jerry. And he came all the way from Michigan. We had a guy from Ohio. We had a guy from Virginia, North Carolina, and South Carolina. Brian, um, the president of Carolina Trails Off-Road, which we've interviewed him before on the Jeep Talk Show. We all met for the weekend and went wheeling for two days. It was amazing. We did blacks and blues. Um, and Brian did a little blog post that I want to share with you. So you kind of get an idea of somebody else's view of Roush Creek who has never been there before, but has wheeled else other places. So Tammy, Jeep Mama enjoyed our company so much over the last two years. This was when I would go to Uwari. She invited Carolina Trails Off-Road to come up her way and bounce around on some rocks. And we did just that. Of all the trail systems I've been on in my many years, and he's been to Winrock too, by the way, these were some of the more technical I've seen. Roush Creek is true, honest-to-goodness rock crawling. With a friend and great trail leader up front, the group comprised of an incredibly talented and experienced drivers, we set forth on a two-day adventure full of rocks, more rocks, and the occasional comfort of a green trail. Anyway, um, he had the best time ever. He wheeled Cemetery, which I've done before. And that's where he got his first taste of the really slow technical aspect of Roush Creek. Um, so we had a really, really good time. It was fun. I didn't do a lot of wheeling. I did more of videotaping. Um, of course, I forgot one of my cameras. So, But anyway, there's videos up on YouTube of Jeeps outside of their Jeep on the trail. So you can kind of get a better idea of what these trails look like. And while I was there, I went in and I checked in at the office and I met my friend Dana and we hugged. Hey, how you doing? And um, she was still in there when I left. And as I'm driving towards where the, our Jeep group was, this girl came out and she just kept looking at me and looking at me. And I'm like, God, I don't recognize her. I said, hi. And she came up to me and she's like, I just want to let you know my boyfriend is so excited we were in there and he was like oh my god oh my god that's jeep mama that's jeep mama because he recognized me from youtube so um my friend dana also heard them when they were in there after i left and they were freaking out because they saw me so that was pretty cool later that day i was talking to another jeeper and this jeep girl pulls up and she's like oh my god you're jeep mama 
And <laughs> I interviewed her, and that's on my Facebook page. But I inspired her to buy a Jeep and to go off-roading. That was really, really cool. So I'm in the parking lot, and these Jeepers were next to me, and I give this guy my chapstick. And <laughs> The cop didn't uh, want it. Maybe you will. No, I know. <laughs> so, and, and this guy's name was Kevin. Hey, Kevin, I'm hoping you're listening right now. Okay, what's your name? My name's Kevin Bright. Kevin, I came over here and I gave you my chapstick, and I said I was Jeep Mama, and you recognized that from, where did you recognize that? Uh, the, the Jeep talk show. Yeah, so you listened to that? I do. I've listened to about 15 or so episodes Oh, already. okay. Just started, just right. found it randomly on uh, the iHeartRadio app. So, so what do you think? Uh, a bunch of crazy... <laughs> I like it. It's. <laughs> I've been jumping around a bit, so it's definitely interesting to hear all the stuff that I'm... I'm about two and a half years into jeeping so a lot of this would have been really useful if i would have found it beforehand before i worked in the four by right. shop but it's everything that i wish i would have known beforehand. right and you've been wheeling two and a half years and this is your rig yep wow you're way far advanced than i was at two years <laughs> i had a lot of uh, help at the shop it's called mainline overland that's uh those guys uh, one guy jason and another guy um bill eustace they really helped me out they uh-huh. teach me the teach me the ropes so you're doing probably rock creek and stuff right yep of course. I haven't done that yet. I've been wheeling for five years. <laughs> it was nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. So that, that, was, that was really cool to, put, to see the listeners who listen to us on the Jeep Talk Show. So we're at lunch later that day, and we're all parked off to the side. And this um, caravan of Jeeps comes by, and I'm standing there. We're all talking. And I hear, Jeep Mama! And I'm like, oh, Lord. I'm like, hold on, stop. And I run to get my chapstick. And I hand it to them, and I'm like, hey. And they're like, we listen to you all the time. And this guy was grinning ear to ear. Later that day, at the end of the trail ride, they brought me over a cold Gatorade, and they offered me their sandwiches. But um, these two guys listen to the top sh- talk show. I want to say Jamie and David. What's your name? Uh, Jamie. Jamie, and you happen to be driving by, and you recognize me, right? Yes. <laughs> so... Besides my um, YouTube channel, I hear you listen to something every day. Well, try yes, to. I do. I listen on Fridays when, um, you know, I drive a truck and uh, I listen to you guys and uh, keep me awake. So that's a good thing, you know. So we're not boring? No, not at all. So who is your favorite on the Jeep Talk Show? <laughs> <laughs> all of you guys. Stop. Oh. Smart <laughs> man. All of you guys. Well, so, and what's your, is? would you pick a black Jeep or a red Jeep? Oh. <laughs> that means you want to say red, don't That's you? That's a tough one there. <laughs> oh, my God. Take the black one. Thank you. Only because I'm here and I'm, I'm going to beat him up if he doesn't say black. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Thank you so much, man. So, yeah, I think he was afraid to say red Jeep, Tony. So. I thought it was cool that nobody mentioned the shirt saying, uh, Hi. I'm a big deal. I'm, I'm Jeep Mama uh, <laughs> that no. you were wearing. And I go, oh, Jeep I, Mama. <laughs> uh, no, I wasn't wearing I'm a kind of a big deal shirt. Anyway, that it was, it was, it's really cool to start meeting people that, you know, people are actually listening to us. Um, so that, that felt really good. And I had a blast wheeling and, um, you know, I can't wait to go out again and see who well, else of I course, can. Of course you can't wait. Oh, I know. Mama, Chief Mama, show me your chapstick. Yeah, I can, I can see yeah. why you like going out. I'm glad that you yeah. spent more time videotaping, though. That's hard. Yes. I, I, you want to go play and it's, it's really right. difficult. And, it, you know, I just felt like, you know, I've, I've done cemetery. 
I, you know, I know I can do it. And this trip was really about them and letting them experience Roush Creek. And I thought, you know what, this will give me a chance to, um, you know, show people what it's like to on the outside of the Jeep. I did wheel a purple trail. I ended up smashing my oil pan skid plate and my, it's into, oh, it's like an eighth of an inch from my exhaust. I tore off my Minnesota Viking. I didn't even notice this <laughs> until Monday. My Minnesota Viking um, tailgate. I, so Nikki G was there is what you're saying. Yeah, I think Nikki G and Brian and Gary, they planned something. Uh-huh. Things seem to go missing when those three are involved. Um, so, oh, and I, you know, I, it was very, very difficult doing that purple trail and not, and just listening to those sounds. But, so I'm going to have to somehow take the skid plate off. And Jeff over at Adrenaline Road has a press brake. The guys at work said they could use our press brake too. So I think this weekend I'm going to try to get that skid plate off so we can bend it back because it's really close to the exhaust and it makes a god-awful noise when I'm driving. So other than that, so far no other damage that I got. But I, I let them enjoy the trail and I took video of them and I'll be posting that. So it was a good time. It was nice to relax and not have to swear the whole time. <laughs> Well, it gave you more time to interact with uh, with the folks, which uh, oh, yeah. which which is uh, which is really cool. Um, yes, and has its, it has its own gifts, right? And that's a, another fun part of wheeling is you know not just being in your jeep by yourself, which right. is, that's what it's like for me. So, anywho, coming up later in the show, we're going to hear something from Nikki G. Oh, I can't wait. All right, guys. So here's the scoop. Uh, this is Richard Phillips again. Uh, I've had our Jeep for two and a half weeks, almost. They will have it two and a half weeks by the time we get it back. They're replacing the entire front axle assembly. So I guess they're just sitting there scratching their heads and just saying, that's it, we're just going to replace it all. And I suspect they're going to send the faulty parts back to Jeep and do some, some research. But uh, that's that. Until then, I'm still driving the Cherokee. Yeah, Cherokee. That's that's not my Jeep. All right, so fire extinguishers. There are, yes, many flavors. None taste like margaritas. Sorry. Uh, (laughs) But uh, there are many, many different varieties. Uh, there are some, in my opinion, that would be best to protect your Jeep, and then others to protect the environment around you. The environment around you, I recommend the any ABC, any mono ammonium phosphate-based, any ABC fire extinguisher will be great. Uh, use that on a vehicle. If there's a fire, oh boy, uh, it's nasty, it's dusty, it's sticky. The stuff melts at uh, about 350 degrees Fahrenheit, like sugar, and it creates a sugar-like coating. I'm getting hungry. And it's corrosive. It's acidic. Um, so I, I don't recommend that. So if, if, if you're a serious jeeper and you're off-road, uh, I recommend carrying two. I, I do. I uh, Well, I, I carry two, but I'm not as... I'm, I'm working on becoming a serious off-roader when I get my Jeep back. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, have a Halon. Halon fire extinguisher. It's a clean agent. Halon or Halotron. Um, it doesn't leave a residue. 
um, and it's highly effective. That's pretty cool. I never thought about that. I mean, we used Halon in the uh, the data center uh, before we moved to something like FM 201 or 102 or I don't know, some FM radio station that we were yeah, using. Pretty much all you'll find in, in just about any race car uh, or in any kind of sanctioned race vehicle, it's going to be a Halon extinguishing system. And you can actually get um, uh, like add-on, like push-button Halon delivery systems, uh, you know, completely aftermarket. Uh, it works with an aftermarket fire extinguisher and all that sort of stuff. So, I mean, if you want to outfit your Jeep with, with, uh, you know, some serious fire protection, it can be done just like the race teams do it. And for not as much money as you would think. I kind of like that idea. I mean, uh, uh, can you imagine how long it's going to take? It's going to be perception too. how long it takes you when you notice that you have a, an engine fire before you can get out and then release the hood. Oh, no, you run to the front of the Jeep, like on the Cherokee, you run to the, the front of the XJ, and you go, crap, and then you got to go back and release the hood and then run back to the front <laughs> and open the hood, and then it flares up in your face. How much nicer would it be just to hit a big button? Molly, and how much more would it save uh, just being able to do that instantly? Uh, still, I'd be counting the dollars when I hit that button. Though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Gee, how much did that cost? That's, that's like firing a fifty caliber weapon. Um. All right. Well, this is a this is the downside to us not being in the same studio, because at this point I would uh, ask Josh to go and restrain Tammy uh, for this <laughs> next segment. But Uh-oh. but Tammy, you're going to need to restrain yourself. Um, Why? <laughs> so we have a, an Apple Podcast oh, yeah. review, <laughs> and uh, this Apple Podcast review is from Mac six eighty four, and he gave us two stars. <gasps> and he simply says, get rid of Jeep Mama. She does not know how to describe anything. Oh. <laughs> That's <Well>. not true. <laughs> it's not. Of course it's not. But it's First a but it's a review, and we always read all of the reviews. At least that that's what true. we that's what we told Tammy, so that's why we have this one. First of all, Jeep is capitalized and Mama is M O M M A. Um, oh, it now, may not be about you at all then. Oh, okay. right. completely different yeah. person. <laughs> yes. So I just want to say, first of all, you know, could you be a little more specific? What did I have a problem describing? Second of all, I will admit sometimes I have problems getting the words out. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure you, you've, some of you out there don't want to hear this, but it's called brain fog. And... um Brain fog is one of the symptoms of menopause. So sometimes I lose my words and I do have a hard time. And I never said I was an expert at Jeeps, four-wheeling or off-roading. So, you know, I'm doing the best I can and, you know, I get over it. So what were you able to find out about uh, Mac 684 in your Google search, Sammy? No, I to be honest well, guys, with you. The IP address, his last address, uh, workplace, and mother's yeah. maiden name. So I mean, that's a good start. Gee, mama yes. will hunt your ass down. You know what? My skin has gotten so thick that, you know, I just kind of, when you shared this with me, Tony, I just kind of laughed. Good. Uh, yeah, you know. Are you thinking about going back to that forum, that Jeep forum? <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, I did once, and they were really mean again to me again, so... I just, I'm like, whatever. And I left. Yeah. You know, Mac 684, just be a little more specific in what I need to describe. I wonder if, 
We well, love I wonder criticism. If he's referring, I wonder if he's referring to like one of uh, Tammy's first couple of episodes. Maybe oh, this is yeah. a new listener. Maybe yeah. he's you know clear back in you know episode seventy four or something like that. Yeah, I can't remember when it was that that Tammy joined us. One fifty. Yeah. One fifty. There yeah. we Good go. So maybe, maybe he's clear back. I mean, I know that's a long ways ago. Good that's God. a lot of episodes ago. A lot she of water under the bridge. <laughs> so and I mean, there's there's a chance. Tammy has developed quite quite well over the years, and, and she said it herself. She's not an expert in everything. Neither is Tony or no. myself. And we've never, you know, said anything as as much. And even you know, either of us, we trip up on our words and can't, you know, figure out what we're trying to say sometimes. And mm-hmm. yeah, the, the descriptor kind of you know goes off into the ether, and we forget what word we're trying to say. You know, everybody has that. And we're not professionals. We're not broadcast professionals. No, I don't think. Well, maybe Tammy went through broadcasting school, but that's about it. She's the only <laughs> professional here. <laughs> but I did go to I did go to Jeep school. I do go to off roading classes. Well, uh, but we do. But when it but when it comes to the the technical crap, I stuff. Sorry, um, <laughs> language. There you yeah. go. See, you proved <laughs> your point right there. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That that hose thingy that connects to that you know doohickey. You know that's that's me. Get over it. I hey, am who is, I am. Is, this is a great time to let our listener know that um, that we are putting together something that is unprecedented in the off-road world, and nobody else has anything that is going to measure up to what we are producing right now. In fact, I was actually working on this before we uh, started recording the show, uh, putting together our off-road glossary of terms um, to where if somebody is listening to the show, maybe they're new to wheeling or off-roading or jeeping in general... And we say something that, you know, us Jeepers, we it's a word that we use all the time. That maybe you're new to the off-road world, maybe you're new to the Jeep world, and it's a term that you're not familiar with yet. Well, we're putting together the most comprehensive list of off-road terminology anywhere on the web. And this is going to be the largest collection of off-road terminology and definitions that you could find on the web. It is in production right now, or only about halfway done uh, with getting everything published up on the website. So once that is done, we're going to start promoting that very heavily. And then people who are new to Jeeping, much like the the, the individuals that Tammy ran into out when she was um, wheeling recently, uh, who are new to Jeeping and, and they wish they would have had all this information ahead of time, we're going to give you more information that you're going to know what to do with as far as terms and definitions that commonly are, are um, that pop up in the off-road world. So once we get that finished, and it is a work in progress, we're um, we're diligently uh, getting stuff posted all the time. But as soon as that that is done here in the next couple of weeks, you guys are going to know about it. We're start going to start promoting it, and you guys can start uh, learning even more about the off road world. And I'm glad you mentioned that, Josh. Uh, even though we have uh, a mere fraction of the the words uh, in the the glossary, it is active. So. Uh, when you go and visit jeeptalkshow.com, you may actually see words that have been highlighted. And if you put your little mouse pointer over them, it will uh, give you that uh, that term. Like, for example, uh, I've seen on some of our posts JK or JKU, and if you hover the mouse over that that uh, those letters, it'll actually give you the years the JK and JKU were, were made. And, you know, that it is a Jeep model. So if you're not familiar with these things, now you can simply look them up uh, on the, the Jeep Talk Show uh, website. Oh, so, Tony, uh, word on the street is that there might be one more sticker left that we can send out to somebody. Is 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 that true? Is there is there any other details other than that? I mean, do is this something that we can we can promote again? What, what's going on? I I can't believe this. I over the last two episodes, I have forgotten to tell you guys about the stickers. 
some, some of you guys that follow uh, the Jeep Talk Show on uh, on social media saw the pictures. I actually ordered a small order of stickers, a hundred of them. Uh, these are two and a half by two and a half uh, in size, so they're quite a bit smaller than the mm. stickers that we had. Yeah. Now, my thought process was is that so many of you uh, like putting a bunch of stickers on your fender, uh, the the you know the front fender, that little uh, triangular area. <laughs> Josh is trying to uh, move the mic around. Uh, that little triangular area on the uh, the Wrangler. And, of course, we'd like to take up that entire area with our Jeep Talk Show sticker. But let's be practical. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to want other <laughs> stickers on there, too. So this 2.5 by 2.5 will fit perfectly in there. And you'll still have room for uh, uh, maybe some of the podcasts from uh, the 4x4 Radio Network or some of the ones that aren't members of the 4x4 Radio Network. So all you have to do, and, and some of you already know this uh, by heart, you just need to send a self-addressed stamped envelope uh, to uh, to an address. And to get that address, go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact. Find one of the several ways that you can contact us and request that address saying you want stickers. Now, we're only going to send you two stickers because this was a small order. So we want to make sure that everybody that uh, would like to get one, uh, or get, I'm sorry, get, would like to get two, can get them. And, of course, we always love seeing pictures of our stickers on your rigs. And that goes uh, double for all of our ambassadors out there who've got big stacks of stickers out there. It is uh, in the height of show season, uh, so we want to see you handing out those stickers, getting the word out, and doing your ambassadorial duties. Are you running out of time for all that tech talk? Uh, Yes, I am quite busy, Mr. Voice out of nowhere. Then how about a quickie? Ah, jeez, I don't know. We just met. I'm really not that kind of... It's time for Just the Tip. Oh, you could have at least just bought me a drink first or something. Oh, hey, watch it. What are you doing back there anyways? Well, this quick Just the Tip is uh, all about getting lube into tight spots. (laughs) <laughs> Have you ever struggled to fill a transmission or a transfer case or differential or some other hard-to-reach reservoir? Since space is so tight under our Jeeps in some areas, funnels are all but useless. So, try this. Fill a quart or gallon Ziploc freezer bag with your lube of choice, gear oil, transmission fluid, or whatever you are needed to use to fill things up. Seal it good and then cut a quarter inch off of one corner, making sure to hold it upright while doing so. You've just made the automotive equivalent of a pastry bag. Now, you, you know, that thing that you see on those cooking shows that are used for decorating cakes? We're going to decorate that differential. Now, <laughs> now you can squeeze and lube up and over into the fill hole from just about any angle into just about anything you need or want. So that's this week's quick tip. Alexa, ask the Jeep Talk Show to play the latest episode. Welcome. You can listen to all the episodes of Jeep Talk Show, a Jeep podcast, including new episodes as they are released. For now, you'll start with the most recent episode, but you can change by skipping forward or backward. You can even say how many episodes you'd like to skip. Oh, that Alexa. She is so smart. (laughs) Well, has your Wrangler soft top seen better days? I know there's a lot out there that definitely have. Maybe it's flapping furiously in the wind or letting rain in the elements into the cab of your Jeep. Wow, that's bad news. Well, here's your chance to replace that tattered and torn soft top on your Jeep Wrangler thanks to our friends at Extreme Terrain. Sponsored by True Shield, manufacturer of all-weather accessories, the True Shield Soft Top Giveaway is an enter-daily giveaway, giving you multiple chances to win an amazing new soft top for your Wrangler with no purchase necessary. True Shield's giveaway runs until August 15th, 2019, leaving you with plenty of time to enter to win. Not just one, but four. Count them, four winners will be selected and announced on or around August 22nd. So... 
head over to the soft top page on Extreme Terrain site, click the Enter Now button, and complete the entry form every day from now until August 15th for the best chance to take home a soft top for your rig. From around the world. Or from your city. And sometimes just down the street. Howdy, neighbor. It's the Jeep Talk Show interview. Alrighty, boys and girls, it's time for another Jeep Talk Show interview. And tonight we are going to have Tammy, or actually we're having Tammy from Burnt Customs. Now, Tammy is a, uh, well, I don't know. Tammy, are you a Texan? Uh, originally from California. Oh, that sucks. You, you, you need to be a, a Texan. Long time, yes. <laughs> How long have you been in Texas? Oh, goodness. Almost 20 years. But 20 years, you're officially a Texan, so that's good enough. Thank you so, very much. So Tammy is, redeemed. <laughs> Tammy is from Texas, uh, and uh, she has a nice little shop uh, and really does this, this beautiful designs for inner fender flares and uh, foot pegs and, and not your standard foot pegs, which I really like. There's a lot of design and color in, in hers. But, but anyway, I don't want to get too far into it. Uh, uh, Tammy, thanks a lot for being on the show. You're uh, a repeat customer, so to speak. I think we had you, had you on back in uh, November. Uh, and uh, it was a, a great interview then, and it's going to be a great interview tonight. Well, thanks for having us. So uh, now you mentioned you've, you've been in Texas almost 20 years. Uh, you're not in Dallas, which that would be another knock against you because uh, I'm in Houston. <laughs> and I, th- I think all Texans know about Dallas, except for people in Dallas. Uh, whereabouts in the Texas, so the great state of Texas, are you located? Uh, we're just north of Austin in Round Rock, Texas. Yeah. So you're over there close to... Uh, uh, Hidden uh, Falls Park and uh, yep. so on and so forth. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And yep. Wolf Cave is just about it's about two hours northeast of. I'm sorry, northwest of here. And then yeah, Hidden Falls is just right down the street. All right, and I'm going to alienate a lot of our listeners because I want to talk about uh, uh, some of these Texas parks real quick, uh, just because I want to know. <laughs> I've heard that Wolf Caves is a lot better than uh, Hidden Falls. What do you think? It's a whole different experience. That's kind of that's kind of what I've been hearing. A lot of rocks there. Yeah, um, it kind of reminds me of Colorado, actually. All red rocks and just 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 the terrain is completely different than than anything you really see around here. And I've only really wheeled out there uh, a few times, but it's it's fun. Um, a completely different experience than Hidden Falls. Hidden Falls is great. I mean, I go there often, but uh, Wolf Caves is a is a great time. Definitely have the pucker factor out there a whole lot more. So uh, I've been to Hidden Falls once. I overheated when I when I got there, and then uh, we were able to do some uh, change out of thermostat, and I was actually able to wheel, and then had had to drive home about fifty five miles an hour the the entire way because the Jeep kept wanting to overheat. And yeah. um, uh, but but when I was out there for the hour and a half or so that I was actually able to get all you know go wheeling, it was absolutely gorgeous, just beautiful. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to going back to Hidden Falls and uh, going over to Wolf Caves. Yeah, you should definitely go check out Hidden Falls now. They have built out a, a huge infrastructure there. Um, I mean, gorgeous cabins, a huge um, uh, center right in Area B where you can go shopping and do all sorts oh of things goodness. right in the middle of everything. Uh, it, um, they're really working on the trails, and it's, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's a very nice park. I was very impressed with it. I mean, of course, Central and West Texas is, is just gorgeous. I was just recently out in uh, California, Big Bear Lake, uh, California, uh, and uh, got to wheel out there, or actually rock crawling for, for the very first time. 
And I had the benefit of not having to worry about breaking my Jeep. I was uh, driving somebody else's. <laughs> and it reminded, yeah, it reminded me a lot of, uh, of uh, Central and West Texas, except they've got huge boulders uh, there on the mountain. And, uh, but absolutely beautiful country. Uh, anyway, so uh, we'll we'll stop talking about uh, Texas. Uh, I know it's hard. Yeah, you know thank it's you. it's no, it's really funny. I was watching uh, comedians and cars with Jerry Seinfeld, and he was talking to a guy from Texas, and he goes, "What's the deal? You, are you one of those Texans that thinks Texas is just the greatest place ever?" And he's like, "Yes, yeah, I do, absolutely." <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, the the Texanish is uh, world uh, known worldwide. So, uh, that's pretty good. So, Tammy, real quick, what uh, what kind of Jeep do you have? And, uh, you know, uh, more importantly, uh, what kind of mods have you made to it? Well, you know, I, I built everything for everybody else. So that's the funny thing. So I have a 16 JKU, and I love her. She's gorgeous. Um, so in terms of mods, everything we do, uh, all, all the pretty things. Right. And I'm still holding out to actually still do all of the things that I need to do. So actually, I'm about to put a list. Um, and and actually upgrade to um, 37s and oh my god, you're just gonna go straight there. So you're you're running stock wheels and tires now, then, right? No, I mean I have 35. Um, okay. I have a little baby lift. You know, I mean I have little things done to my Jeep, but in terms of like, I can't compare to anybody around here. My Jeep looks like a midget compared to everybody's Jeep. Um, just in my little area. Yeah, but I'm um, sure it's it's it's, it's very capable. You, you mean you take it to the off road oh. parks? We we try to let everybody know you don't have to keep up with the Joneses on how your Jeep looks. It's more important about getting it out there and how you drive it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she can do most of most end trails that any big big Jeep can do out there. Um, and I think it's all about you going in there with the right attitude and just wanting to go have fun and see what your Jeep can actually do, right? Um, so totally. with the setup that I have, I have 35, I have a little baby lift, you know, I can do, I, well, I have a lot of fun with it. I think it just makes you a better wheeler when you, you know, are not so high up off the ground and you have to pick your lines and be more, be a better technical driver that way. Yeah, it's nice when you start really understanding, like, you know, where your line is and, and, and where you have to, you know, place your place your jeep in order to get over some you know certain right. certain obstacles where things are located underneath you know knowing those things absolutely make it a little bit easier but i mean best thing out of all is when you go wheeling with a bunch of really great people and you have some good squatters that help you do things that you never thought you could right. do exactly so tell us about burnt customs burnt customs ah goodness gracious it's been two and a half years now almost so uh started off as a hobby um Honestly, it started off with just had this conversation the other night, like how it really happened. Uh, a, a piece of sheet metal from Home Depot and some uh, some uh, shears because I wanted to do some metal art, and that's really how it happened. I realized that uh, with my graphic design background, I, I wanted to you know really create stuff on the computer and be able to cut it out with a robot and you know have some pretty cuts and, and do metal art. Um, because I had a Jeep, I decided to start making Jeep parts, and that. That's how Brent Customs started, was because of right. that. Um, and then since then, everything has been word of mouth. It's all social media. And the uh, thing is with, with, with Brent Customs that I think is pretty special is, for me, the experience for somebody is like getting a tattoo. Um, so they come exactly. to us. They say, you know, 
I want this, 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 for whatever reason. It's, it's a lot of different reasons. Some are really personal. Some are, like, emotional. Some are, um, you know, just kind of funny. So it, there's so many different stories behind it that you get to really start, um, well, you get to be involved in, which is cool. You get to be part of the experience. Um, and so creating not only really great G-parts that fit really well, but also uh, incorporating somebody's, it's somebody's passion, it's somebody's vision, it's somebody's piece of their life that you get to put inside the G-parts. And that's what Portestance is all about. So when you say G-parts, what are what specific parts are you using? Um, yeah, so we build out um, a number of a number of Jeep inner fender liners. So in terms of just inner fender liners, we do uh, TJs, both front, I'm sorry, JKs, just uh, front and rear. Um, we're about to introduce the full line of JLs, and we just launched uh, the Gladiator, the JTs. So we do oh, wow. front and rears on those as well. Um, yeah, which is really cool. TJs are next. So I'm not forgetting the TJs out there. It's just been really crazy busy. Um, of course, we do... Um, our regular stand, uh, regular pegs um, in whatever custom design. We also just launched something called a foot forward for the taller people out there, which is pretty cool. Um, gives you a little bit of extra room for, for your feet to hang out there. Um, then we also just partnered with another company called JPEGs. Uh, we do all the, the customization to the foot pads and things like that. What's cool about those is those are interchangeable and customizable. So you can change out your foot pegs like anytime you want to and still have the whole JPEG set up with the mirror and foot pad combo. Yeah. Do you, would you do a design if I had an idea, oh, I want, you know, a heart and some stars, but I just don't know what it to look like. Do you do the design or do you want them to give you the design? No. So what, what we do, I mean, if somebody comes with a logo, right, we will definitely do their logo for them. Uh-huh. Uh, but more times than not, what we get is, hey, I like, X, Y, and Z. Can you come up with something, right? Right, right. And, and so we just say, you know, let's do, we get some ideas, we come up with some designs, we, we do some comps, and we, you know, we collaborate with that. So a lot of it is, you know, scratch ideas and come up with it, um, present them with the ideas, and then once they approve, then we go ahead and cut, clean up the metal, and then uh, uh, finish bend and send it to coding. So, wow. Tammy, what do you have to do? Uh, you mentioned you're coming out uh, with uh, the, I think you said inner fender, uh, uh, inner fender, uh, what do you, not flares, what do you call them, inner fender liners? Inner fender liners. Yeah, the inner fender liners for the Gladiator. How do you actually go about uh, uh, making that fit? Is it the same as the JL, or is it, uh, is it different? I mean, do you, do you have, to, did you go out and buy a new Gladiator? Was there a, a you say, uh, you know, honey, I, I got to go buy a new Gladiator because I, I need uh, extra product. It'll, it'll make money for in the long run. <laughs> so this is actually a really good question for Chris, but I will say this real quick. So, um, We've had people drive from all over the place, hours, hours and hours, uh, to bring their Jeeps here. So we've had that happen with the JL. Um, we've had that happen with the JT, the Gladiator. Um, we're having that happen with the G with the um, TJ. Sorry about that. Um, and people will bring their Jeeps here, leave them here for an entire day, so we can template off of oh, them, which is really cool. But I'd great. love for you to ask Chris, like you know, what what we actually do to do it, because some of these builds are not easy. Um, and uh, it's, it's pretty meticulous. All right. Well, let's get Chris on the line here. 
Howdy. Hey, Chris. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Introduce yourself to the audience real quick, because uh, uh, not everybody has a bodyguard standing by when we do these interviews. <laughs> so I am Chris the Viking. I am Tammy's one true love, and I love building stuff. I mean, I, I just, I love to create. So, but I do, um, when I'm presented, presented with a new Jeep, there's a, I take, make a template on what kind of angles, what kind of bends, what I have to do, you know, what is what, and then present it to Tammy. She takes over and creates all of it on, uh, the CAD and, you know, all that good stuff. So, right. So do you find that that's uh, that process, do you use cardboard or maybe some, some thick paper to, to do this or how do you actually create the template? Thick paper, you know, cardboard paper. Yeah. So I guess really the bending is not, I mean, just knowing where the bends are is the important part because you can always bend the metal to fit. Do you, do you have some sort of jig or do you guys have to manually uh, bend those things uh, every time you do it to make it fit? It's, <clears throat> it's manually every time. Wow. Every time. Yeah. So do you, a lot of work. Do, 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 do people uh, call you and say, uh, this isn't quite right, and you, know, you just say, hey, just bend it, bend it into place, just bolt it here, and then uh, you know, put this next bolt in, and it will, uh, it will uh, fit the area that we've designed it for? How, how does that work as far as customers installing these? We have actually never had that happen. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> That's perfect. I make, I make sure, I make sure every time I, you know, tweak everything, mod, whatever, that by the time they have it in their hands, they have nothing to worry about. Right. We have gone through so much metal every time we've made a new product. I mean, we're pushing 400 sets, and I guarantee you at least 50 to 75 of those sets have been scrapped. So, I mean, we're constantly trying to change, constantly trying to tweak, just making things better every time. Yeah, well, you certainly uh, have a, 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 good, uh, a, a good symbiosis, I guess I would say, uh, with you two, because uh, I've seen a lot of very attractive-looking products and then things you wouldn't expect, like Star Wars and all kinds of things on these Interfender flares. I, I, I guess there's a whole uh, myriad of, of things that people would like to have on, on there. My brother, between the two of us, there is nothing we can't accomplish. So, Tammy is mind-blowingly amazing on what she does. She is like top-notch, ridiculous on design and coming up with new things. And then I'm on the other side, you know, doing, you know, the somewhat heavy lifting, I guess you could say. My artistic level, too, between the two of us, we will create anything you want that's great all right tammy uh that really sounds fantastic now from what i've seen on instagram uh which that's instagram at uh slash burnt customs is that correct at burnt customs burnt customs fab burnt customs fab uh so uh what i've seen there on instagram is the inner fender liners and the and the foot pegs is that the uh oh and i think you do uh, the the tramp stamps as well don't you yeah, we do. Well, these are the things that we do. Uh, the interfender liners for, for JK, JL, and TJ, the gladiators. 
Um, we also do uh, foot pegs for all those as well. We actually do three different lines of foot pegs for those. Um, we also do the uh, taillight covers. We do tramp stamps. And within the tramp stamps, we actually have three different, four different versions. I'm sorry. So you have the regular tramp stamp with just the design. You can add the third brake light. You can add the uh, license relocation plate. And then we also just developed a license relocation plate with the uh, light kit that goes with it. So it's, it's actually, that one's gorgeous too. Um, all of those you can have custom designed. Everything that we do, you can have custom designed, really anything you want. Now, it, it kind of sounds like you guys are all about custom to begin with, but is there a difference in price between something that's ready-made and something that has custom design? Is there like setup fees? Is there like design fees? Uh, I mean, or is it just, do you, do you quote each, each one individually? How does that work? Yeah, so we have a base price for each, uh, each um, different Jeep model um, for the different products. So we'll have a base product or a base price included in that is, um, is, is your initial design fee. Now, while you go through the process, you get um, the option of, or you get two different uh, design changes or, you know, alterations, however you want, off of your original design that's part of it. Um, all of our products come standard in, in raw steel. And so any additional fees are coating or um, if you want maybe like a full panel design instead of a standard size design, right? So uh, the price varies with design, finish, and I think really that's it. Of course, tax and shipping, if that's applicable. Of course. And, and, and all this information is available on your website, I'm sure, uh, burntcustoms.com. Yep, sure is. And we're about to launch our new website, too, which is going to be phenomenal. We will have everything on it, um, everything you can possibly think of, actually. All of our products, we're going to have uh, apparel on there as well, all of our install guides, um, all of our how-tos, our facts. We're going to have a whole bunch of great stuff on there. Now, if, if somebody was in uh, Round Rock or that area and they wanted to come by, are you guys set up where you can, uh, uh, I guess, entertain? <laughs> Well, currently we have a real small shop, meaning that it is literally in the garage. The garage, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this whole line hey, from the last get, time. The neighbors are getting nervous when they see that line of jeeps uh, <laughs> on both sides it's of like, the street. Oh my god! If you want to, yeah. If you want to come hang out, you're more than welcome. It's actually kind of funny, funny story. So we we just had the the gladiator come down uh, for a Saturday, so we could fit the the front and rears, and um, we had the. There was a whole tent set up and lawn chairs, and it was a big shebang, right? So, I mean, love my neighbors. Thank, thank you, that, thank you to my neighbors for not uh, not getting mad at me so far. Well, they're Texans, so they ex- expect a certain amount of shenanigans anyway. <laughs> it was a really nice JT, so I don't think they'd complain. So, uh, you you just said something interesting that I didn't think of. Uh, you not only do do the front inner fender flares, you do the rear as well. Yes, sir. And is that for the JK, the the JL, and the TJ? Yep, all three of them we do, and we're about to do that for TJ as well. So give me an idea uh, for the uh, the JK. Oh, is, is there a difference between the JK and the JKU, or is that space the same? It's all the same for the JK, um, which is real nice. JK, JKU, the front and rears, uh, the front and rears fit the same. Um, the JLs were a feat in it of itself to do the <laughs> rears um, just because they packed a lot of stuff in that, in that rear passenger wheel well uh, that we were not expecting at all. So 
we thought we were done with that with that uh, template because we started on the driver's side and then we got to the passenger side and we're like, oh, we got to start all over. So that was fun. That took us a really long time, but they're launched and they are absolutely phenomenal. Um, and then the JT, uh, the Gladiator is really interesting. The front is JL to the T. Uh, the rear is truck bed. So the rear liner is, is, a, is a whole lot smaller. Nothing like the JL rear at all. Right. So uh, give me, a, uh, for the, for the JK, uh, JKU, give me an idea of what all four, and I, I would assume you sell either the rear or the front uh, separately, or you can sell both, both of them at the same time. Yes, sir. So the front, the front set starts at two ninety nine in raw steel, and that includes your custom design. Um, and going through that whole consultation piece, and you know, just going through the whole process. Um, the rear is the same, although if you do buy all four, we offer a four corner discount of ten percent if you do if you place the order at the same time. Excellent. So, uh, and and how uh, now? I know some of them have been backlit. Like you can actually put a either a colored light or there's uh, some sort of uh, uh, something on the back there that that makes a, a color whenever you shine a light through it. Is that something you guys do, or is that something that people do after they get it? Yeah. So, well, when they when people get their liners, uh, especially when they get them finished, they're done, ready to install, ready to go, and it and installs no longer than thirty minutes for. Right. Uh, for a side. So um, now with, with the perforated, we absolutely do offer that. If somebody wants that, we do it. I personally recommend against it when you have a lot of design inside your fender liners, um, just because with the perforated metal um, uh, behind the design, it really takes away from, from the design that, you know, you spend a lot of time creating and, and getting done your vision. You can't really see it. Um, so the, even the backlighting, it kind of takes away from what is actually cut out of the fender. Now, what does really work, though, is when you have your rock lights uh, pointed slightly towards your inner fenders, and what that does is illuminate all of your accent colors that you have on the backers. Um, so with every set of inner fender liners comes, um, comes backers in your choice of whatever color you want, whatever your accent color is. So oh, wow. those rock lights, yeah, end up illuminating that color. Um, so with mine, for instance, it looks like they almost glow, and it looks pretty cool. <laughs> That's great. So uh, if, if uh, the Jeep Talk Show wanted to buy Tammy some inner fender uh, fenders for her JKU that said, I'd rather be red, that would be no, no problem. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, wish, I wish I was no. red. Better red than dead. Yeah. That, that, any of those would no. be fine. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, Anybody I'll, I'll, can have whatever they want. Yeah, see, yeah. Tammy, you—they this may go, show yeah. up, and you would not put them on. I mean, you and Tammy no. are friends on social media, so you'd yeah. have to put them on your. I'd Jeep. have to to help promote. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty um, crazy what people want, though. That's so, for sure. so you know what well, the you know what, what the. Is, so you know what the Jeep Talk Show the, looks like. Uh, the the would the 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 tread in the tire uh, pattern that's in our logo would that be too small for your your CAD system to cut out? No. See, see, with designs, it's pretty interesting. So as long as I have an eighth of an inch of metal between cuts, I can cut it. Um, the plasma cutter, it, I mean, I cut everything with the plasma cutter, which is pretty insane with the amount of detail that we do, but we've tuned it in so precisely that we can get some pretty precision cuts with it. Almost, I mean, pretty dang close to laser. Um, although you do really want a laser table. That's next. Um, <laughs> but, uh, so really, uh, it, it, it's all about modification to a design. 
I have to do a lot of modification to uh, a lot of intricate designs. But when you have the finished product, you can't really even tell that there was any modification to it. I work in an elevate the elevator business, and we have a laser machine, and it just fascinates me how uh, intricate things can be can get with the, the metal. It's just it's a, it's so cool, and it's so quick. It goes through. It I know so quick. It's just and amazing. I just think it's so cool that you do it because I see these big machines that we're using, and I'm I'm guaranteed you don't have those big machines, and for you to do what you're doing is. I think it's amazing oh, that and, you're doing it with, and, and you've you know. seen and you've seen the stuff that they they that they post on uh, Instagram oh, and yeah. stuff. It's just beautiful work, absolutely beautiful. And, and, and actually, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm taking too long on this interview, but I'm very curious about all this. the The cutter that you're using now, the plasma cutter that you're using, is that the first plasma cutter that you got, or did you buy one and go this thing this ain't going to work? I need something that's faster that gets more detail, and then you had to upgrade to something else, or are you still working with the first one that you got? Well, this is actually a really cool story for me because the very first thing I got was just a plasma cutter, no table, and I was hat I was hand cutting, and I learned real quickly that you need to have a real good hand and a lot of years of practice to be able to do that, and so I searched for a CNC, my very first CNC machine, and happened upon an amazing deal where I was able to get a little tiny 2 by 2 plasma cam, which was actually a sweet little system. Um, it worked fantastic. And that's, I actually cut my first 100 fender liners off of that 2x2. Oh, wow. It was one, so if uh, one set of fenders, uh, like JK Fronts, is four pieces. So I'd have to cut four separate pieces of metal just to do one set. And I went through my first 100 sets with that tiny little two-by-two table. Um, so then I was able to um, upgrade to a Torchmate Lincoln 4 by 4 um, 4 by 4 table. And uh, this, thing's been, this thing has been great. I mean, all, all plasma will, all plasma tables, anybody, anybody that you work with, I mean, you're going to get some problems with it sometimes, but they've been, had great customer service. They've really taken care of us. The table's been great. Um, we've been able to really fine-tune it. Um, do some really cool things with it, really be able to pump out pieces a whole lot faster. Um, I mean, we've, so that was the second table. Um, as far as like brakes and stuff like that goes, I mean, we've upgraded everything at this point. I mean, our brake is a lot bigger. Our compressor is a whole lot bigger. I mean, just you have to have bigger to be able to produce more. And I'm very grateful that we are able to be in that space where we need to do that. Oh, that's going to be the most exciting thing is to, you know, try something like this and then have people really embrace it and allow you to, to keep growing like this. It's got to just, you got to be excited just every day you get up. I mean, I'm sure some of it gets old after a while, but when you think about it, it's like, uh, I got coffee, I got a plasma table. What else could I, what, what else could uh, I want? <laughs> you know what? It actually doesn't get old. So I'll, I'll tell you one thing, like, you said, how cool is that, that, that people embrace us and, and people allowing me to run with their vision, allowing us to run with their vision and, and, and build something that means something to them, you know, because ultimately the, their designs, it means something to them. It's just like their tattoo. Um, them putting the trust in us for that. And then on top of that, when they have the finished product and they're super happy with it, that is exactly why we do it every single day. And it's, it's exactly what pushes us to want to do more and better. And, hey, let's see, like, what limits we can push. Let's, let's see what we can do here and here and here. You know, nothing's really, nothing's impossible. And 
you don't get very many opportunities like that in life. And I, I, we're really, uh, we're really blessed. You know, I mentioned this last time uh, that we we spoke, and you know what? It was actually longer than what I thought it was. I thought it was last year. We last spoke to you on episode three hundred nine, and uh, I think it was December of twenty seventeen. So it's it's oh, actually wow. yeah, it's actually been quite a while. Uh, but time flies when you're having fun, and I, I, and I I'm sure at that time I, I mentioned about uh, doing a Jeep talk show inner fender flare. But you know. Uh, I'm I'm like one of the uh, red sheep of the family. I have a Cherokee, an XJ. So that that, mm-hmm. that doesn't fit any of the two letter uh, designators that you said earlier. W- is it is it something that would be possible for me to um, uh, maybe get some basic instructions from Chris about how to do a template and send you guys the information with a full understanding that if it didn't fit, it was my fault. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, always best is to have the, you know, have have the rig here so we can make those, you know, make all the tweaks, make the make the templates and do all of that stuff. So um, when people come here to get test fits, we actually we actually end up cutting quite a few to make sure that they are right, that they are perfectly fitting while they're here. Um, get those test fits done. Now, if you were to um, obviously send uh, send dimensions and, and templates of your own there would have to be somewhat of an understanding but absolutely we we work with well, good, we I, whatever we can. I, I might be able to do something like that and and of course i understand that you know i can't complain it didn't fit because you never had your hands on it you never had your eyes on it but I, i'm pretty sure i could make uh, make it fit i'm a man damn it i'll make it fit so <laughs> make it work <laughs> That's right. So, um, you know, the, a little birdie told me that you guys had a little uh, a little something something for our listeners. Yeah, yeah. We would like to offer a one hundred dollar gift certificate to. Uh, I think we're going to do a caller, right? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I was just going to explain that. So that's wonderful. And what we normally do here is we uh, we engage our voicemail system, uh, the Jeep Talk Show voicemail system, and uh, we have uh, a certain number caller that will call in uh, to win this. So what we like to do is ask our uh, our guest for a number, you know, pick a number between 1 and 10. You've played this game before, I know. Sure, sure thing. Uh, number between one and ten. Let's yep. do seven. Oh no, you're not supposed to say it. They have to. Uh, that's oh. no. I'm sorry, I'm kidding. It's not. Oh. A, it's not a psychic <laughs> thing. Even Jeep Mom was like, "What?" <laughs> they have to how guess we, it. How is that? They have to work? guess it when they call yeah. in, Tammy. You know. <laughs> I'm like, wait, hold on. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sorry. Caller number seven, and and of course we we can't just have these chuckleheads calling in and saying, "Yep, I want it." They have to give us a phrase that pays. Can you think of something that would be unique to Burnt Customs that we could you know make them say like train monkeys before so they could win something? Absolutely, they cannot be afraid to say custom as. Uh, I'm Tammy. This is a family show. I warned you about this before we started recording. And Tammy, you, and you promised like to cuss, and you promised that you would behave. So we can't have people cursing on our voicemail line. So if can you clean it up just a little bit for the family? Oh, sure. How about custom AF? Okay, so I would I would assume that means the same thing. So the letters would be A is an apple for F is in Frank. So uh, you got it. Okay, so say it again one more time. Custom AF. Okay, so customs, plural, AF. So what you got to do is you got to be caller number seven. Just go over to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact to find out our voicemail number. And then call in, be caller number seven, and then say 
Customs AF, as in Apple Frank. <laughs> the- no, as f- <laughs> See, now I'm telling you that this is a family show. <laughs> I mean, it can really mean anything you want it to be. It could be and fabulous and frankly um, and family. Absolutely cool with a K. So I know, I know as a, a, a Texas man, uh, I will not say the, the fabulous word unless I'm, unless I'm just really prodded. Is that, is, is that something that Chris won't do either? Does Chris actually say and, and fabulous? Only with a certain accent. It's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> so let's, uh, let's tell the kids how they can find you on social media. We mentioned uh, Burt Customs uh, Fab on the Instagram, but you're, you're several other places too, aren't you? Sure, we're on Facebook. Um, if you go to Facebook, it's just slash Burnt Customs. Love to have that on Instagram, too. But on Instagram, we are Burnt Customs Fab. Uh, you can also find us at www.burntcustoms.com. Uh, and uh, you can reach us any which one of those ways. You can, on our website, you can actually go and chat with us as well. So there's many, many different ways to get us. We have a pretty great response time, too. So if you do catch us on Facebook Messenger or Instagram, we usually get back to you within one to two hours. That's great. Uh, and uh, they can email you as well, right? Absolutely. Uh, info at burntcustoms.com. Get us there anytime. Of course, they are going to get a little message saying, if you want quick response, get us on Facebook or Instagram. If not, I still get back to you within one well, yeah, you know, some, on one. Some, some of the older folks still like the email, and uh, they can do that. Uh, but uh, the, the, I just want to make sure everybody has a good way, whatever com- way they're comfortable of reaching you, because you have such a wonderful sure. product, and I want to make sure that they can get to you and get these things. And of course, uh, we'd love to see what you guys uh, what you guys uh, purchase for Burnt, Burnt Customs, because it's almost a guarantee it's going to be something custom that you're putting on your Jeep, and uh, we'd like to see that. You know, uh, tag us uh, uh, hashtag uh, Jeep Talk Show on any of your posts, so we'd like to keep up with. Uh, what our, uh, our what our guests are doing. So, uh, it was there anything else that you wanted to cover? Maybe something we didn't uh, we didn't uh, figure out. Maybe we got the free giveaway. We got the social media. Uh, we got the the great stories about Burnt Customs. Uh, anything else? Well, well, you know what? We're going to be at SEMA this year, which is going to be really cool. Um, I guess I could announce that. So, we will not have a booth there yet, but we will be there as manufacturers. And we do have a few pretty badass sheets that are going to be there representing uh, or that are going to be carrying the Burnt Customs line. So um, awesome. pretty excited about that one. I'm hoping to be there this year. Uh, I put in. Uh, I found out too late that we were accepted last year as media. I uh, didn't get a, get a chance to go, but I'm uh, hoping to go this year. So I might actually see you out there. That'd be really funny to go travel that far away to see somebody from Texas. I know, right? Mm-hmm. I hope I hope to finally meet you face to face. That'd be cool. Well, if not, if nothing else, I'll be getting out to uh, the the off road parks here in Texas, and I'll make sure I touch base with you before we're heading out, and uh, maybe we can go wheeling together. Absolutely, and if you know anybody's around this area in January, we have a gigantic Jeep event um, at Hidden Falls with thousands of Jeeps called Polar Bear Run, um, and it's an annual <laughs> event, and we sponsor a in bunch Texas. of like charities. I know. There's no polar bear, and <laughs> there's no. <laughs> Oh, if you were there last year, not this last year, but the year before that, it was 26 degrees when we were there. Oh, and it was, yeah. oh, wow. oh my goodness, cold. I was just going to say, our winter is like two day, two non-consecutive days, usually in February. <laughs> right? I don't know. I guess it picked those days because it was the coldest I've ever been. I That's slept in my wild. seat during yeah. the weekend, and that was a really cold event. But uh, we wow. do. We raised $30,000 for some great wow. things. That's so, wonderful. Pretty cool. 
Well, Tammy, uh, thanks so much, and uh, uh, say thanks to Chris for us for jumping in there and answering a few uh, uh, machine technical type questions. And uh, we'll we'll be keeping up with you guys on the social media. And uh, thanks so much for for joining us tonight. Thank you so much for having us. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you very much. Oh, thanks again to Tammy for coming back on the show and talking about all the cool stuff Burnt Customs is doing, not only for our Jeeps, but for our veterans as well. And don't forget to call in for your chance to win a $100 gift card to Burnt Customs and use that phrase that pays Customs as, I'm sorry, Customs AF. We're going to keep it clean. <laughs> and don't forget, we're looking for caller number seven. Anyway, you know, I've never know. If you're listening to this, you still could be have a chance to win. So, yeah, call in right now. Do you have an idea for a guest? Do you work in the off-road industry yourself or know somebody who does? Maybe you would like to be a guest on the Jeep Talk Show to tell your own Jeep story. Hey, everybody's got a Jeep story and we want to hear yours. Go to jeeptalkshow.com slash contact right now and share your idea for our next great guest. Who knows? It very well could be you. Which one are they supposed to do right now? Be caller number seven or uh, call in and uh, I mean, send out that I know, guest. We're telling thing. them to do too many things. <laughs> too many calls to action. <laughs> yeah. They're driving along. They're driving along just trying to over to the side of the road, flip up in your laptop and get to work. <laughs> trying to the dodge uh, the dump truck wheels coming down the highway and Jeez. do two of these things at the same time. <laughs> coming up next week, Amy Granite, managing director for Corva, that's the California Off-Road Vehicle Association. You may be wondering how I actually uh, was able to get this uh, fancy person as a guest. Well, we'll find out next week on the interview. I bet you I know. <laughs> From the mind of Nikki G. Hey, this is Nikki G. And I gotta say, it was uh, good to hear from Brian last week. Uh, I usually run into him a couple of times a year, but this year it's been kind of sparse. But uh, he's glad to see that he's getting famous. He's not Nikki G. famous, but he, he's getting up there. <laughs> But uh, that's not why I'm calling. I'm calling to tell you I really couldn't come up with anything this week. I've been kind of been harassed by a furniture store that just kept calling me every day, all week long, all all the time, just nonstop. All I wanted was just the one night stand, but they just keep bothering me. (laughs) Man, if Josh is there, he's probably groaning at that one. (laughs) <laughs> All right, boys and girls, I'll uh, chat you later. You have a good one. Bye. All, all these famous people. I feel like the Tracy Ullman of the Jeep Talk Show world. <laughs> Timely reference. Timely reference. Josh, Tammy, Kelly. By the way, uh, the color of our Jeep is it's not blue. It's red. He's growing. Uh, hey, He's going to be a hey. badass. No, stop. hold on. That the, sounded a the little voicemail is playing to me. No, stop. no my my stop expert ear right. here is yes. picking up some creative editing, Tony. So, I, uh, I, what do we have in the must have, must have intro? <laughs> and, and if I can pick it up, that was some really bad editing, Tony. Oh, gee. Do All we, right. Do we have unedited version? Do we do we have the real voicemail? This one Tony? won't. This one won't sound as good. But yes. Josh, Tammy, Tony, by the way, uh, the color of our Jeep is it's not red. If it were red, I'm, I'm confident they would have totally denied the uh, warranty. Uh, it's blue. Ocean blue. Huh. It's beautiful. His name is Thumper. Not and he's, 
he's growing. He's going to be a badass. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Uh, with uh, with a new front axle. Gee, I just yeah, can't yeah. believe they're having to do that. That's just know, insane. Man, that, is, that is crazy. So, note to everyone out there who wants to leave a voicemail, do not use the, <laughs> the three-letter R word in your voicemail because Tony will make it sound like you have a red Jeep. It's a, it's a show that's supposed to be entertaining and believable, Tammy. So, you know, we got to... <laughs> We gotta use the red because everybody knows. <laughs> you must have needed this every day. I need it. It's the Jeep Talk Show's must-have stuff pick of the week for your Jeep. This is really funny because I was actually and this isn't the first time I've thought about getting these people on to talk about this this product, and I was thinking oh, about yeah. it again today. I still haven't sent the email, you know, because I got I actually have to do some research. Just basically do a, a simple search in Google to find out how to contact them. But I'm hoping to get these people on the show for an interview. Yeah, no, this would be a good company to get on, and a lot of you out there are going to recognize this name right away. Um, being a good steward of the land we wheel on is really important for keeping the trails and public lands open for off-road use. It's something that I personally have been preaching for many years and uh, and have taken upon myself to become a tread trainer here in Oregon to uh, teach the tread lightly principles uh, to other wheelers in the area. And nothing will shut things down faster than a bunch of litter on the trail. Honestly, if things get too bad, they're just going to close it up. I've seen all too many times out on the trail, fresh air, nature, dirt, birds, jeeps, nature as far as the eye can see. And, oh, that pile of beer cans over there. And is that a Burger King wrapper in that bush over there? Look, nobody likes seeing their favorite trail system ruined by a bunch of trash. And there's no better way to help keep things clean and help th- keep things clean up and pack it out than by having a trash roo on the back of your Jeep. Trash roos are really high quality. They're made from high quality 900 denier canvas with wide buckles and a heavy duty attachment system to your existing external spare tire. That's right, a trash roo mounts on your spare tire. It's not a trash bag that you got to worry about having on the inside of the Jeep. This goes on the outside. It has a large capacity. You pack it in, you pack it out. It carries up to 50 pounds of weight and fits a standard 30-gallon trash bag for ease of dumping if you so want to do it that way. It is weather-resistant. The spare tire trash bag is treated with a water-resistant interior coating and has drainage holes at the bottom for those unexpected leaks or those empties <laughs> that weren't quite empty. Uh, and it's very secure. The X-strap design keeps the bag tightly attached while the slide-over nylon cover protects the buckles from UV rays and dirt. So, even if those Toyota guys want to keep ruining the trails with their discarded <laughs> Budweiser cans, that doesn't mean you can't step it up and make the place a little cleaner than it was when you arrived. The trash roo, the one that we have, is in the green color. They are they come in a variety of different colors. Uh, is less than $45 and comes with free shipping. And we will have the link uh, that you can get it directly uh, from Amazon on the um, show notes for this episode. So I just got to say, we don't care what you drive. If you're listening to the show, you enjoy it. <laughs> But I do have another correction for you, Josh. It's uh, Coors Light, not Bud. Ah, uh, <laughs> oh, I was thinking Bush Light. Bush. Well, now that you must have one of the original trasheroos for the back of your Jeep, we're going to make it easy for you, very easy. Just go to jeeptalkshow.com and look for the link in the show notes for episode 396. It'll take you right to where you can get one and uh, get yourself all hooked up. Now, who out there thought when Josh said we're going to make it easy for you, there was a giveaway coming? I did. <laughs> I thought we were going to do a giveaway. Wait a minute. 
What am I buying? That would be a, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Grab a couple of these things and uh, and give them away because um, I mean, really, I, I want to see every Jeep on the trail with a trash route on the back. Uh, just because I mean that, oh, that right is telling things. me that that Jeepers are out there. They're they're trying to be good stewards of the land and they're trying to make things better for the next guy. So, uh, folks, if you don't have a trash route already, please please get one. You know. As far as uh, you know, uh, wheeling where you're supposed to and stuff, I kind of have issues with because it's the planet, and and you know why do we have to other than just keeping the trails open, which I agree with. Well, yeah, and but, you've got when what, it comes maybe to four square feet of public land in Texas. Yeah, <laughs> but when it comes to trash, picking up your trash or just not throwing it on the damn ground to start with, I don't understand that. It just you carried it in. It's there's right. le- if it's food or drink, there's less of it to carry out. Just take it with you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my God, Not how difficult that is hard. that? <laughs> Not that I hard. Can, a, I can do it. <laughs> That's another, how easy it is. <laughs> and another thing is parts. You know, if you see you've broken something, obviously my Viking logo is somewhere out on the trails because I had no idea. <laughs> but when I was wheeling this weekend, that right in the middle of, you know, the trail, there's this plastic piece of a vehicle, and then going down this muddy. Um, hill, I had to straddle this broken off pipe thingamabobber that was all jagged. And, you know, once I got down the hill, I picked it up and took it off, you know, because somebody could have rolled over that and just totally ruined a tire. Mm. Uh, So, you know, if you break your parts, take those with you too, if you know you broke them. Amy, I have a theory about your your Viking uh, two-inch receiver little thing. Yeah. I actually think it was stolen, Tony. I, I think you're right. And I think that the, <laughs> the person that did it probably has it in their collection in a closed-off, darkened yes. closet with all these telephoto pictures of you on the trail. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> or it's and, on eBay right now. And every, Mama's and every once in a while, they take the, the, uh-huh. the Viking thing, they smell it, they go, my precious. Oh, my God. My precious. <laughs> Tony, I think you're Josh, giving people ideas. You, I don't you, know. I know. Can you, can you mute his mic? <laughs> I wish I could. He, he, he cannot. I know. He cannot. <laughs> I know. This is not fair. We need to give Josh powers. <laughs> Josh is Coming making a, a, a mental, uh, like, like he's trying to use his mind powers right. to mute the mic. Go ahead. <laughs> the hell? They're back. I just clenched my buttocks. Get, get, get your tinfoil out. No, in fact, uh, now's a good time to get into some of those events. Uh, and of course, we want to we want you to let us know about an event that you are planning or are, are involved with or volunteering with, any of that stuff. If you know about an event uh, that is Jeep or off-road related, please let us know about it. We'll get it out to the masses. And you can do that in a very easy and concise way by going to our website and uh, clicking and filling out our wheeling wear form. And, and all that information comes straight to us. We'll get it out to the rest of the Jeepers. Coming up August 17th through the 18th is the 17th Annual Four-Wheel Parts Truck and Jeep Fest in Orlando, Florida. This is a big one, folks. Over 100,000 square feet of off-road parts. That is huge. Uh, So if you're looking to get in on that, it is happening at the Gaylord Palms Resort and Convention Center. Uh, Again, happening August 17th through the 18th in Orlando, Florida. Uh, Coming up August 24th through the 25th is the Iron Range Off-Road August Rust Bust. This is happening at the Iron Range OHV Park in Gilbert, Minnesota. Really cool park there. They got some amazing terrain. Of course, if you want more information on these events, uh, we'll we'll have the links for you in the JeepTalkShow.com website uh, for this episode. 
Oh, and uh, next week we're going to have two slackers take it off at the same time, which I think this is the first time this has happened uh, ever. It is. Uh, yeah. So Josh it and is. Tammy both are going to be out. And uh, I can't be because I'm the one that, you know, produces the show and has to edit it. And I got to be here every week is what I'm saying. Feel bad for me. Uh, but we're going to have uh, Brian. We had him uh, last week uh, with uh, Route 16. He's going to be back with us. And uh, we're going to have a new uh, co-host, uh, guest co-host. Sorry, I probably freaked Tammy out when I said it that way. Uh, I was going to say, wait a minute. Am I getting fired here? What's going on? <laughs> no. Uh, Benjamin Allred uh, from uh, oh, cool. the Off Road Podcast. He's a he's a yeah. Toyota owner, but he's still a okay guy. Uh, and uh, I didn't tell Benjamin this, but the main reason why he was invited is because his last name Allred. So it'll be a good show. Oh Lord! <laughs> Thank God we're not there. It's going to be a half hour on that alone. So sure. no. <laughs> so join us for the sausage fest next week, folks. Oh goodness. That's it for the show this week, my fellow Jeeper. Until next week, be sure to like and friend us on Facebook. We love our stalkers. And as always, thank you for listening to the world's most downloaded Jeep podcast. Wise man once told me, if something doesn't quite fit right, you just hit it with a hammer. If it breaks, well, it probably needed to be replaced in place. Podcasting since 2010. I got to put Henway in the glossary. It just dawned on me when oh. you were talking about that earlier. <laughs> <laughs> we not have that in there. You made it all the way to the J's. I saw that. And uh, and yeah, I skipped right over Henway. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tammy, picture, Tammy picture says it still hurts. It's too soon. <laughs> God, that was yikes. That was epic. That was epic. <laughs> Seriously, one of the one of the all-time highlights of this show. <laughs> I mean, I just feel so... No, like, Tammy, no. You're, no, no, you're a good no, sport. Not, I mean, at great. the time, I just was so, like, naive. <laughs>